If you have a super tidy person, you just need to be conscious of their needs and their feelings around the subject, but then they also have to do the same for you. Patience, compromise, selflessness, all things I don't have a lot of, but it's advice that's common when it comes to how to share a wardrobe. It's all easier said than done, of course. Even two people who've previously always been able to keep their closets tidy can find sharing one really challenging. So to find a way through tangled hangers and jumbled shoes, welcome Liz Bradley, also known as Liz the Tidy Lady. Hi, Liz. Hi, Jono. Alrighty, you're the expert. Are tussles over wardrobe space really that common? Yes, they absolutely are. I um, like to think of myself as a bit of a mediator when it comes to pretty much most of the house, but shared spaces particularly. When negotiations break down, you call the tidy lady. It's funny because this interview couldn't be better timed because over the weekend, my husband tidied my side of the wardrobe. Mm. In his defence, it needed doing. In my defence, I was going to do it. But now we're in the state where I can't find anything on my side of the wardrobe. It's beautifully organised, but I knew where everything was in the mess. Is that something people say? Oh, absolutely. Most lads, generally, prefer other people not to touch their stuff. Mm -hmm. And I usually have a rule as if my client is the other partner in the the relationship, we don't touch the other person's stuff unless we are specifically given permission to do so. No matter how gorgeous it's going to look and how much better their life will be, etc, etc. We just don't touch it. But I will work with a chap to make sure that he's happy with his stuff. If you're sharing a wardrobe, should it be 50-50 or should it be Each person needs the space they need for the amount of clothes they have. That one. Mainly, I think the best thing I've ever seen is when a woman who has way too many clothes for the specific space that they've got assigned for clothes takes over a whole other room and makes that her wardrobe. And then the chap or the other person in the relationship has the wardrobe in the bedroom. You would not believe how happy that makes mostly the chaps that I deal with when they realize that I'm going to make that space theirs and theirs alone and setting up this whole other space for the lady. But if you can't afford to do that and you do have to have a shared space, usually one person will have more clothes than the other person. Although the other person might like to keep other stuff in the wardrobe, which is not recommended because, you know, computer wires and old footballs and bags that have, you know, stinky (laughs) sports gear in them. They kind of could go somewhere else, particularly if you're really, really pressured for space. So is that a a tidying tip for your wardrobe is actually work out what needs to be in there and make it that space and maybe tidy the other areas of your home where the other stuff needs to live, like the garage or the spare cupboard or whatever else. Exactly. It's a little bit like dominoes. You can't get one thing to happen until you whack the other one. So the best thing to do, though, is have less stuff, which strikes horror into the hearts of most lads, also women too, when it comes to clothes, to be honest, because women hold on to clothes for different reasons and men hold on to clothes. Like men will have the T-shirt that they bought at the concert when they're 16, which is full of holes, and they are never going to throw that out. Literally never. Never. And we have to respect that. Women have clothes that they may wear one day that's a different size than the one they're wearing right now, and we have to respect that too. However, I do encourage people to let go of things if they possibly can, particularly if they can't pull something out without everything else coming out with it. What about different styles of clothing? If one person has, say, a very corporate kind of life that they need to live and they have the the lovely suits and shirts and skirts and all that kind of stuff, and the other person, shall we say, leads a slightly more casual lifestyle. 
is one style of clothing easier to store than the other? Because I feel like corporate stuff maybe takes up more space because it needs nicer hangers to keep it looking pristine. Yeah, you're quite right. But if you have a lot of T-shirts, it can be really tricky, particularly if you've got T-shirts that you know you want to wear a particular one. You know, it's got like a specific design on the front. It's really hard if they're you know, biffed in a basket or um, even just folded nicely in, you know, like um, like sandwiches when they're piled on top of each other. You always want the one on the bottom. So um, usually what I recommend with T-shirts is that you use drawers and you just fold them file style with the design facing upwards. So when you look at the top, you can see a little bit of the design mm. so you know exactly which T-shirt you want. Sometimes things get so emotional and so fraught that that logic doesn't really come into it, which is why where I come in. Because I just look at it and say, yep, that's not adequate. Sorry, that man needs more space. Or, yep, nope, sorry, she needs more hanging for her long dresses. You're just going to have to move your shorts from the long hang space, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what about the neat freaks who, you know, border on the obsessive kind of end of the spectrum where everything has to be perfect. If you're not one of those, how do you live with somebody? Is is it a matter of joining them on that side of the thing or or do you try and get people to meet in the middle a little bit more? I think meet in the middle. I mean, for example, my partner is an absolute sweetheart. He loves sentimental stuff and he's quite a bit of a paper keeper. And I, of course, am a bit of an e-freak, a little bit of a minimist. Not too bad. But, but, you know, so he has a space on our uh, dining room table where he has his pile. And he knows his pile needs to be curtailed, and I don't look at it. Also, his sentimental collections are small, and they're kept under control. And he knows he can't just chop, chop, chop and buy me huge presents all the time because there just isn't room for it in our tiny apartment. So Mm. we both sort of give and take. And that's a a really good example of what really is needed. And that's where a lot of understanding and just talking comes in. And sometimes that really does take another person (laughs) to help through that. Even marriage counsellors, you know. It's interesting you talk about having a space for your stuff. Because I remember hearing Michelle Obama say that in every house she and Barack Obama have ever lived in, there has been a small room that is his room. And in it, he can keep his newspapers and his books and there's stuff on the walls and there's piles of it on the floor and it's an absolute mess and she cannot deal with it because she's a tidy person. But as long as it stays in that room and she can shut the door and not see it, she's fine. She just understands that he needs that space and she cannot cope with it. So is that something that you mentioned before about the, you know people setting up a whole other room as a wardrobe and other people taking over the existing wardrobe space? Is it just a thing of, you've just got to give people the space? One thing I have observed is that the house is the woman's space because it's really important to her that it be decorated and look a certain way. And he's usually relegated to maybe a bit of a bookshelf, a sports cupboard in the garage. And he doesn't really have a space. If he's lucky, he's got a bit of space in the wardrobe too. And sometimes I have to remind women that the other partner needs to be honoured in the space, their presence. They are part of the family, you're part of a team, and it all has to work for everyone. So that can be quite a surprise for some people to hear. But then also... I have to remind the other part of the party that they also need to respect the need of the person who loves their home and they can't be scathing about what is important to that person. Each person has to respect the other's um, preferences. Respect is incredibly important. And when it comes to wardrobes particularly, I've noticed that um, there can be some very unhealthy dynamics. Mm. What are some of the gnarliest issues you've come across? What are some of your, your horror stories, if you like? 
Okay, well, I do come across occasionally cupboards which are so packed with things that when you open the door, it all falls out on you. So this includes also gorgeous and expensive shoes which have been crushed under other shoes and they're covered in dust and they've got a bit of mildew on them. It is heartbreaking. It really, really is. So <laughs> you've got, you know what? You know the bar that hangs along the, the where your hangers hang on. Okay, you know there's a little space above that where you can lift your hangers up and move them out here. Okay, I have had people stuff cardies and jumpers in there because there's nowhere else to put them. So I'm thinking, oh no, you know what's going to happen? The hangers are going to get caught up in them. They're going to rip, and then you can't move the hangers out. So you have to pull all the cardies out before you can get all the hangers up and out. It's just oh diabolical. So is that <laughs> a, a, a little tip there around? really maximizing the space you've got, like getting thinner hangers, getting hangers you can hang multiple things on so that you can fit more into the same space if needs be. Absolutely. I have to honor the fact that my clients love their clothes. It's very rare that I come across anyone who who really doesn't care about their clothes at all and they're literally in a pile on the floor, except teenagers, but they don't quite understand the the value of things or the ramifications of their behavior. They're a whole other breed, aren't they? Totally, totally are. But once, once you've got a wardrobe nicely organized and thinned out. I think that's really one of the most important things that people really don't realize is that they do need less stuff in their wardrobe in order to see the stuff they really love and wear. But that doesn't mean getting rid of half of it. As people think I'm going to come in and snap the whip and tell them to throw things out, it's not the case at all. It's a matter of the the, the person who owns the clothes deciding what things they love more and what things they love less and whether the stuff they love less deserves space in that wardrobe. Can you always help people work it out? People call me in because they want to do something and, and they want to make a change. So they are motivated. And everything is also... Uh, just a little bit of a trial. Like, if you want to make a difference, then you can try this or you can try this. And we usually come together and we decide on a this and we try that. And if they don't like that, we can change it back again. But there's absolutely nothing is set in concrete. Nothing will leave the house without their say-so. So it's, it's really what they choose to do. Such a great chat. And if you want to hear more from Liz, you can check out her podcast just called The Tidy Lady. But that's it for this episode of Stuff Explained. I'm Jono Williams, and on behalf of producer Philippa Tolley, thanks for listening. You can find more Stuff Explained online at stuff.co.nz. Make sure to like and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Prepare for an unfiltered journey through the harsh realities of infertility. My name's Nadine Higgins. I'm a broadcaster, a journalist, and I've been trying to make a baby with my husband. That's me. I'm Dan. And we reckon infertility is lonely enough without making it a dirty little secret. In The Human Race with Dan and Nadine Higgins, we share raw and unvarnished stories of couples who have faced the brutal truth of infertility. Unless you've been in it, it's it's really tough and really lonely. Yeah, and also, this is really weird, but baby showers, you don't need to open the presents in front of everyone. Confronting the harsh reality that not every story has a happy ending. This very blunt abrasive doctor who I had you know had not seen before who delivered the news just like you'll probably never have a natural period again and you'll probably never have a baby. The human race where we share the untold stories of couples in the race of their lives to create a life. I feel like I nearly missed out and I got to do it and so I feel really lucky. So it's been incredibly positive. Listen today at stuff.co.nz slash the human race or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Human Race is proudly brought to you by Elevate.